yeah, excited to have CJ come out here on the porch with me today and um, talk about the, the Victory Monday. Uh, great victory for Neil Brown and crew in year zero asterisk. Uh, the biggest win so far for him uh, against the top-ranked top ranked team that he's beat, a 16th-ranked opponent. Um, how this kind of builds on this, but we're going to mainly nuts and bolts this game from Saturday and, and point out all the good things that happened and maybe some room, still room for improvement, uh, obviously, as we've still got, you know, a few big ball games left to play this season, so still a good opportunity here for West Virginia. Four to go, hopefully a bowl game still in the making, um, but a big win Saturday to go to four and two. So you guys know what to do. If it's in the morning, grab the coffee. Phil style. If it's in the evening, grab the drink and come on back. A little no huddle, up tempo edition here of the porch today with CJ. We're going to break down Saturday's victory over the Kansas State Purple Cats here on the porch. going on there cj hey, hey what's going on big man oh you know man just uh getting uh having electricians come and take a look it's getting a little cold and that fan won't turn off man so uh, we're uh <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the process like we said man saturday was a bit, a bit chilly up there and uh in touchdown city although the sun felt pretty good it's that time of year isn't it where uh you can get sunburn and still freeze your freeze yourself to death so uh you know good Good time of year, man, and and, and uh, we're in November now, and uh, the Mountaineers are still hanging around. <clears throat> yeah, no, I mean they are. Um, yeah, Saturday was a little chilly, but it was kind of kind of perfect football weather. Um, was like, perfect uh, October football weather, yeah, man, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. Um, and you're right. I mean they're they're hanging around. Um, you know, probably I think Neil put it best. Probably their most complete game they've played under his tenure so far. I mean, uh, you know, you can say complete, but also I could say you can almost say total domination yeah. in terms of both sides of the football. Um, you you know, you really look at it and kind of you kind of get in into the weeds on it. And from that first drive, you know, like when we talked about a little bit, K-State maybe didn't do Howard any any favors with the play calling early. But, you know, they're, they're trying to keep us off balance. They know they know that we know they want to run the football. And so they're thinking, OK, let's soften them up with a couple passes. Maybe we'll get Deuce Vaughn kind of rolling and trotter going later in the football game and that first drive I think kind of kind of simplified and kind of showed you how that game was going to go for them right we got a little bit we got enough pressure to kind of make him rattled he wasn't necessarily didn't necessarily throw a great ball and he necessarily didn't make great decisions either and I think that proved proved to be that way in the first drive too yeah and I had said it I as a play caller I I I'm not so sure I like that opening script for them. Like if you're at home, okay, maybe because then you've got the crowd behind you a little. Like you know, you've got a little bit of that for you, right? You know, on the road with a freshman right there, I want to get him settled in. Like if you want to get him, maybe try and get him in a rhythm early. Okay, I'm fine with that. But let's let's get him on some quick hitters, like screens, yeah. maybe a quick slant, something a quick hitter yeah. to get him feeling good. Heck, maybe even like you know, like a running back screen. But I mean. Basically, uh, the I mean, route combinations had, in that opening drive were meant to pick up eight, nine big, plus, and that's yeah. not really what they're suited to do. And you can tell that that, like from the opening drive, you could just tell, like, okay, that's 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 not going to work because that's not yeah. who they are. Well, I mean, because obviously you're running right into our coverage because we typically play off the ball and we're going to tackle you, you know, in, in in space. That's typically what this defense has been doing all year to this point. And, um, you know, they're built off making explosive plays. And really, Saturday, I thought we did a great job of limiting that. But, I mean, you brought it up, first drive, you know, third down comes around and a great play where we deflect the ball in the air, Nick Troy, Fort- Nick Troy Fortune. 
makes a heck of a play. You thought one of the two was going to make the pick. You I was going to say sure there were two of them right be. there. Somebody's going to come yeah. down with that. Yeah, and, and, and Troy Fortune did. Now, granted, we sputter on offense a little bit uh, in the first quarter. Not necessarily that I didn't like what we were trying to accomplish there, but, you know, you, you pop it for 11, then you pop it for three, then you try and throw it deep. I mean, me and you sat there in the stadium, and, and we were all – all of us together were saying, hey, throw it, th- take a shot deep. We took a shot on the third play of the drive on a second and seven. You don't get it. Then you don't get the third down. Then you have to kick the field goal. Staley misses it, unfortunately. And then Kansas State kind of has really, I think, their best and only good drive of the football game where uh, Howard kind of floated that ball into uh, to Riley Moore, um, the, the big tight end there, number zero for the, for the Wildcats, who's had a great season. Um, there's like six Mountaineers trying to bring him down, and we do. Uh, but, CJ, man, I tell you what, I think the epitome of the football game was that goal line stand there by our defense in that in that second drive of the game for Kansas State early middle first quarter um, when we held them to three when they were down inside the five and really were looking to threaten for an early touchdown. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that was probably outside of the one there at the end of the second quarter. I mean, that was probably their best drive. Um, and CJ, I'm not even going to give them a drive on that, buddy, because they threw one they threw one pass down the field and they had maybe maybe got 15 yards before the big pass. So in terms of a drive and moving the football. That by far was their best play, their best drive. I thought personally. But yeah. You know, and, and a good point though you make though about that because really they had two chunk plays all game. They had the big pass for the touchdown at the end of the first half, um, and then they had the big play to rally more. Other than that, really Kansas State offensively sputtered the entire football game on Saturday. Yeah, because I think because um, that was by the the one for the field goal there was by far their longest drive, ten plays. Everything else was. Four, six. Uh, they had a nine-yarder there, or a nine-player there that got them. You know the the score right before the half. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're right. Their their offense really sputtered. Uh, you got to give the the defensive staff and the defensive kids a bunch of credit. Um, they came out. They played extremely well, extremely tough. Um, played very disciplined um, in what they were doing. Um, and no, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I think you could call that a, a, a dominating win on, on in every phase of the game. I mean, even in special yeah. teams, they they did a good job when they had to a flip in the field, and more importantly, not letting K State, you know, outside I think one return really really get anything going on that. Yeah, I mean, K State obviously has a good return game, and they had a couple good good returns. And you know, even think about the, talking about the special teams real quick. The fact that you have a kicker that gets hurt in the ball game. Um, and you bring in your backup backup kicker, a kid out of Cross Lanes, Cross Lanes Christian School, uh, Casey Leg, who uh, you know your 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 neck of the woods there, uh, <laughs> and the Warriors um, making kicks and doing a pretty good job. I thought we did a great job in, in, in the punt game as well. Um, and you know Neil Neil talked a good bit about that after the after the ball game about how we just didn't really allow them to get those big plays. But if you really think about it from certain respects. We only punted the ball twice, a 41-yarder and a 35-yarder. So it's not like we really gave Kansas State an opportunity to be truly explosive in that punt return game. Phillip Brooks, um, he had two for 15. You know, he had one eight and one seven. Um, Malik Knowles had a couple good returns, had the one really good return, I thought. Uh, it set him up with good field position for that opportunity when they missed that field goal. Um, but, CJ, also, too, I wanted, to, I wanted to bring up a point, which I hope we get better at this moving forward. But after after turnovers, you know, short, quick changes, um, both times we got those on Saturday, we didn't really do very much with them in, in the first half. We actually probably put our defense in worse positions coming off of, the, coming off of those two turnovers. 
Um, yeah, the quick change definitely didn't seem to to play well in the offense's favor. Um, you got to wonder if maybe maybe there's a couple of things off that quick change. Maybe they're still kind of maybe holding. Because um, I'm with you. When we got that first pick, I mean, you and I both said when we came out, man, take a shot right here. Um, you know. Hey, so. but I, but I'll be honest, CJ. I love I love the run with Letty because it, it kind of shows, hey, we're here we're here and we're going to run the football today and you picked up 11 on it, you know, and, and then you got three on the next one setting yourself up in second and seven. I maybe would have liked to see him take a shot there on first down, maybe run the ball on second. Maybe you get, you know, you're still sitting at third and seven, but you, you know, we don't have back to back in completions before the Staley missed, missed field goal. Yeah, no. Um, you and then know, the so other that... one's just a, the other, the other situation there too. I mean, it, you got the ball deep after the, after the great pick by Mahone, um, on the you know the reverse moss on that receiver there, unfortunately you're, you're starting yourself deep in territory. You need up getting a sack, and then it's just that that happens sometimes, you know. Yeah, and sometimes on those on those change of possessions on a turnover too, a lot of it depends kind of where you get them in the field. Um, like you said, that one pick. I mean, we started you know inside of our you know way inside of our own area. So I mean, you, your play calling I think dictates that a little bit. Um, you know, but I mean, you know, overall, I was I was very impressed uh, with the offense. Um, you know, we gave the wide receivers a ton of crap coming into this one over the last couple of weeks, and, and duly so. But um, I thought they stepped up and played extremely well um, in the receiving core, uh, making yeah. catches, making plays, um, and really taking a lot of pressure off the of Daggy in that run game. Yeah, absolutely, CJ. I mean, the receivers definitely stepped up, made a bunch of big plays Saturday. I mean, we were leading the nation in drops coming in. Um, and I, I'm not sure what, what Saturday did to change that statistic. Um, we obviously held on to the football. And I was excited to see that, we, you know, eight receivers caught passes, man. Um, Deggy spread it around. I don't think anybody had more than three. Um, and I think Simmons had, had a you know, had catch, and so did Sam James. Um, but then, kind of see, getting back to what we were talking about off the short changes, man. <clears throat> Our defense, after the interception, we have to punt the ball. Um, and it's not necessarily the, the best – situation unfortunately for us because we're sitting here they have a you know a decent little return for eight yards our 36 our defense has got to come out on the field right at our 36 yard line Deuce Vaughn gets a two-yard run they have an incompletion and another incompletion they try a 51 yarder with Blake Lynch misses it you're still tied at that point in the football game I thought that was a huge huge stand by our defense there toward the end toward the end of the first quarter um beginning of the second quarter to kind of Stop them on a drive that started inside our own 40, three and out, make them attempt a long field goal. They miss it, and then, boom, right then and there, our offense took the momentum and ran with it, had had one of our better drives of the game, a six-play 51-yard drive – or six-play 65-yard drive, excuse me, um, where Letty Brown ran the football pretty well. You know, ran it a bunch on that drive, but you obviously had the big, big play on, on that drive, which was the, the big pass to Bryce Ford Wheaton for – 58 yards that got us into scoring position. Yeah, and that was a you know big third and long yep. um, conversion too. Yep. Um, third which, nine, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, it was. It was a third nine, and that and that's another area. Um, you know, we talked about K State had struggled in in third and longs. Um, you know, we we hadn't been a whole lot better at them either. So, um, you know, to pick that one up was a was a big shift there. You know, got you, got you into the red zone, and and we were able to to cap it off with a 
really fantastic throw yeah. um, by Deggie to find Jennings in the back of the end zone pretty much all along. It, it was good to see on a third down we got that because, you know, the last time we were down there, penalties on them, penalties on us, we had to settle for a short field goal, and it kind of been maybe not a concern, concern, but a, but a slight, like, worry that, man, we, we're kicking too many field goals down inside the red zone. we got to get better at that. And then he hits Jennings' uh, tippy-toe in the back of the end zone. It was a great play. Great, right, great route there by Bryce Ford Wheaton on that on that 58 yard completion there, man, I'm, you know, runs that little slant, got up the field, kept, kept motoring it. Um, you know, awesome job. And then, you know, see, Josh say this again, right after the touchdown, K-State, you know, comes out three and out, man. You know, they had a nice little five yard run. Then they got a penalty. Then they, you know, they got a four yard on a screen pass. We locked down Deuce Vaughn, great form tackle out there in the boundary by, uh, by Alonzo Adai on that one. And then, um, you know, they, they had to punt again. We got the football back at about midfield, um, and it was a quick little six-play, 51-yard drive. Took less than two minutes um, when Letty kind of bounced it outside. Uh, after a great call, though, um, on a second and 12 little little play to T.J. Simmons that, that picked up a big old chunk of 32 and got us right inside the Kansas State, Kansas State red zone. Yeah, no, it was, and um... – and then also you know, on that like, drive, a nice little out route that Jarrett Daigie hit to Reese Smith on a third and six to keep that drive alive. And then Letty, boom, next play bounces it out in the zone. And a great job by the, re- by the replay crew, I think, of, of confirming the call on the field because you can never tell if he was actually stepped out of bounds by that angle. I went back and watched the game yesterday, CJ. I mean, you can never tell if he actually stepped out of bounds. And it looked like his foot was off the ground. So good, good job by the Big 12, uh, by the people in the rock, as they called it, the replay center there, um, not overturning that call. Yeah, um, my my only issue with that one is, and and it's, took it's kind of been an issue. <laughs> yeah, it it yeah it took forever. I mean, because it took them probably close to four minutes just to even announce that they were going to review it, um, and then another four minutes with them staring at it. So, yeah. and and I get it that that's you know I mean you really want to make sure on those, um, but that's always been kind of my issue with review. Like it was supposed to be one of those things. Like, man, if you can't tell within like 45 seconds to a minute get out yep exactly and Um, and once they once they got going you know it it was somewhat quicker but it was still it just took forever to get to that point yeah that's my thing like if if you wanted to review it and you weren't you know and it was one of those things like inside of 30 seconds like you haven't buzzed down yet then go ahead and hit the official and let's go ahead and get this thing rolling that that was kind of my only thing. Like I, I made the joke in the stands there that it seemed like that review took longer than what K State's time of possession at that point in the ball game was. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was pretty much. It was pretty much spot on to that point. You know, I mean, it was like, come on, fellas, let's let's, uh, let's but figure that, this that, out. That's a, that, but that's a heck of an effort by Letty to to get in there and, and to stay in bounds. I mean, that's a little bit of luck because the guy ends up, you know, kind of keeping his foot off of the ground. But I mean, you still can't take away the, the, the effort there to try and get to the pylon. True. True. So then, so then CJ, after we, we get that touchdown, we're up 17 to three. We're looking good. Kansas state has, a, has a drive that it was six plays only that in 14 yards, took them three minutes off the clock. They were, you could tell that defense was getting a little tired and they took a little time, but we were able to force the punt on them. We got the ball at our own 31 they even hits hits Mike uh, Olafen uh, for a seven a nice seventeen yard completion, got us right to midfield. Then Sinkfield bust a big thirty six yard run, one of his better runs of the season. It was a nice job by him, um, you know. And then 
you have a, a run on the first down. Uh, I'm begging for Jared Deggie to take it more on the zone read. I've also heard they don't want him to take it more on the zone read. But, man, I'm glad he did did take it twice on Saturday because you have to make those guys respect that. So, um, you know, you had a second and nine there, and then he, he dumps it out, a little swing pass to Winston Wright. That one worked perfectly. Tippy toes in for the touchdown, 24 to three. I think at that point, CJ, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling like, all right, man, this football team is looking like the type of football team we we've seen in the past. Here, we're really this is this is what the the kind of the evolution of what we were wanting to see out of Neil Brown. I wasn't even sure you'd ever see it this year. You know, I think we thought we had signs of it, but you're just so happy to see that the offense was humming, the defense is getting off the field quickly. Um, granted, the end of the half, unfortunately. You know, they – we kind of don't play they, – they kind of went out of tendency through the bomb, had man on man, Drayshon let the guy go, they score, and then we kind of took our time getting into halftime. Um, but, I mean, at the half, you got to feel like 24 to 10, man, we're in great position at this point in time. Yeah, I think you felt really good. Um, the offense was balanced, and more importantly, they weren't just balanced in play calling, but they were efficient in it. Like, yep. I mean, there weren't, you know, the, the, the dumb drops or the, the – you know, ooh, could have had that conversion. Um, so, I mean, yeah, you did feel really good. And, yeah, and I went back and watched, watched um, a good portion of this one, um, probably like you did. And it looked like they went out of tendency there and threw the ball, but it also kind of looked like maybe we had some confusion whether or not we were in man or zone because he let him go pretty quickly and easily. Yeah, he uh, did. Which makes me think, yeah, there might have just been a miscommunication in coverage right there. Yeah. You're you're gonna have that at times, especially with a young secondary. Um, you know, you're just praying those kind of things don't rule their head in big situations. But I mean, you know, and and that is a little out of tendency for them too to take a shot there. Um, but I mean, that that's a play caller trying to be a little aggressive right there, knowing you need a score, knowing yeah. that West Virginia's getting the ball to start the half, or you're getting the ball to start the half. So or what? No, no. no, West Virginia was getting we were the getting ball the ball. The so, so you knew it was even more paramount. You're down twenty-four yeah. to three. You got to get something there. And they did, and you know, I and I corrected you earlier, and I, I apologize, CJ. They did have a nice little drive there. They got they converted a couple of first. It didn't feel like it was that great of a drive, I guess, because we had been shutting them down, and we had them in an opportunity there at the thirty-five a minute to go. I'm thinking, okay, we're going to hold them to a field goal or or less, and then they they pop the bomb on it. So it was didn't feel like quite like a, a a big time drive because it was also a little bit of a quicker drive for them too compared to their normal pace of play. Um, so, you know, I think we're sitting there at halftime. We're feeling good about things. We're a little bit – a little hesitant because of the touchdown at the end of the half. You know, you're only up 14. You've dominated the game, yet Kansas State's within slight striking distance, right? Um, but, CJ, I thought the opening drive of the second half, a nice little driver. You took 14 plays, 67 yards, took about six minutes off the clock, and just motored it down the football field. It was a great sign to see. I mean, you ran it on first with Letty. You got a nice little pass to Winston Wright. You know, you had you dumped you dumped down to Letty a couple of times on that drive on screen passes out of the backfield. He did a great job. I thought the third and two call on on their forty two when you ran the little touch Tavon pass to TJ Simmons and he booked it down there and, and got twenty one yards. Put you right in the K State territory. Yeah, you had the turn. Yeah, you had the holding call after that. But on third and twelve, when he when you hit Michael Laughlin for fifteen, got you right in the red zone, and then a big big time play. Um, by Kansas State defensively, I thought to kind of shut it down. We threw we threw three passes at that point in time. Um, didn't didn't end up getting didn't end up getting the uh, the touchdown we were looking for, but we ended up uh, you know still getting points and taking time off the clock. 
And then and then kind of the, the nail in the coffin, I think, for Kansas State on the game, which is wild to say that it happened about a minute later. But when they when they faced the uh, and ran that screen pass after they got a first down on their 21, and old Dylan Tonkery kind of was able to just kind of fall underneath that ball and, and run around everybody to the edge there and score, making it 34-10. And then, like Neil said, we kind of just started taking the air out of it at that point in time. Yeah, um, and you kind of had that feeling that that's what they were looking to do on that drive to to open the open the half. half um, yep. and they did, you know, and they did, and and then of course you get that that big you know the the big pick six there, um, and that was really you know that was kind of the moment I think for K State it was like all right let's let's find a way to get out of this thing healthy. Um, Canadian missed shots for everyone when the Mountaineers scored a defensive touchdown. By the way, CJ, that's a uh, <laughs> that's a staple. Um, the old, I got duped into buying some Canadian Mist a few years ago by Stu Gotts, reading the nice little reads, and um, the Canadian Mist is still hanging. We haven't had as many defensive touchdowns as we'd like, so uh, but Canadian Mist shots whenever the Mounties defensively put one in there and, and for six. So uh, that was amazing, man. That was amazing. And really after that point in time, CJ, defensively, man, we just shut them down. I mean, K-State at that point in time, I think they got maybe three or two or three more first downs the entire football game. Um, it was a dominating performance from there on out. Yeah, it it really was, and, and you could really tell that they, you know, West Virginia kind of went into this, into that, you know, clock run type offense. Uh, but the, the nice part about it too is, is that you go into that, people know it's coming, but you still can execute it. Yeah, um, yeah. A lot of that I think has to do with with Sinkfield and with Letty, you know, understanding hit the hole, pick what you can up, and, and keep and you know, drive the pile. Um, you know, I, don't, I don't think I don't, I'm with you on in terms of driving the pal. And, and man, you look at that game on Saturday. Sinkfield runs it 14 times for 85 yards, 6.1 per pop. Pretty good. Obviously, had the big that big run we talked about um, of about 36 yards there, which was real nice for him. And then Letty 24 for 102, just kind of a steady, kind of bludgeoning block guy that he was the whole game. Um, offense was so efficient, really. For the most part, I mean, you can't you can't take any anything away from the way our offense performed. I mean, the one fumble. I mean, it's even hard to remember it, CJ. To be quite honest with you, because it kind of in the flow of the game, you barely even remember that fumble that was lost. Now, yeah, I mean, because it's late in there. Um, you know, Sinkfield ends up in a pile, and that's what we had talked about going into it. Um, that's what they like to do is kind of get a bunch of hats around it and they start punching and ripping at the ball. Yep, yep. Um, you know, that's. And sometimes I think that happens too. As a player, you're kind of understanding, hey, you know, we're really in control of this. You're maybe not as tight with it as you usually would be. Um, you know, it's one of those. I think he'll he'll take crap in film room for it. He may run a little bit for it, but yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's one of those. You go, oh yeah, we did we did have a fumble loss, didn't we? So, yeah. um, you know, like you said, it was extremely efficient. You know, Letty, you know, 24 carries, 102. You know, Sinkfield, 85 on 14 carries. Um, the impressive thing, you know, Deggy, 22 of 34. Yep. 301, you know. correct? Huh? 301. 301. Yep. yep. 301. You know, like you said, he spread it around. Uh, two guys with four catches, uh, Winston Wright and Letty Brown, each with four. Uh, then Bryce Ford Wheaton with three. And then you had a bunch of guys with two. So, I mean, did a really good job of kind of spreading it around, um, taking what was there and, and moving moving the chains and keeping the offense on the field. Yeah. And I thought really did a really good job of kind of picking their defense up at times and keeping them on the sideline and letting them, you know, yeah. kind of yeah. just be ready to go when they went back out there to pin their ears back. 
And CJ, that's that's a great point you brought about the defense, man. Because you know, you think about the second half, we don't allow any points. Um, and and really, for the most part, man, that defense was kind of kind of continually stopped old double deuce for Kansas State. We talked a ton about Deuce Vaughn before the game. He had nine carries for 22 yards. His his jersey number was the number of yards he got. If you'd have told me that was going to be the case Saturday, I think we would have expected to see what we saw. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and I probably because, I don't know if I'd have necessarily believed. Yeah, I mean, that I mean when you hold them so... down to 41 yards rushing total, yeah. I mean that's what we were hoping to do against Texas Tech. And I think Neil mentioned this in the post game show. He said, "Man, in our two losses, we struggled. We struggled to allow people to run the ball. You know, 200 for Oklahoma State, and then 175, I think, or 180 for Texas Tech. In our four wins, we don't allow you to run the football. Uh, I think moving forward, that is a huge, huge key." for us uh, coming coming this weekend. Um, but, CJ, I wanted to hit real quickly on a couple more things before we start kind of talking a, a little bit about what, we, what we're what we going to see this Saturday. Um, I love the fact we ran the ball 44 times for 184. I love the fact that Neil went for it in the fourth quarter on that little sneak play after a couple bad spots. Um, we held the football, like you said, took the air out of it, the penalties, five for 50, pretty good. Um, granted, they had five for 28, um, so they were a little bit better in that part of the game than us, but – Still pretty good. Nine of 18 on third downs I thought was a great stat for us. 23 first downs to 13. Um, like you said in the beginning, complete, total domination, um, and the best game that we've seen in the two years of the Neil Brown era without question, in my opinion. Yeah, no, it was. And the important thing was, as too as you go, as you look down on that, the one that really jumps out at me, you know, was time of possession, 34 minutes to just under 26 minutes. Um, yep. You know, that, that was a big one because you know what K-State's about. I mean, K-State's yeah. about – They want to be the, the team doing the opposite of that. They want to be the one with the 35 minutes of time possession. Yeah. That defense and, that you and, yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, that was – that that part of it to me was very impressive that we were – and we took shots when they were there, um, but we did a really good job of making sure our defense stayed rested and refreshed because K-State's going to be a team that wants to put long drives together. Uh, but the defense did a great job of getting them into, you know, third downs and then getting yeah. off the field. Getting off the field. Um, and, and consistently got off the field, CJ. Yeah. And, um, man, I was just kind of rolling through the two deep, man. And and guys that log defensive stats in this football game, right? I mean, Tony Fields had 15 tackles. Now, granted, on those 15 tackles he had, he only had five solo. He is the ultimate cleanup. I'm going to be there to support my brothers uh, in defense. Alonzo Odai had eight tackles. Um Mahone had a great game. I mean, but, you know, the thing about it is most of these guys are going to be back next year. Now, granted, we've, we've heard the news um, that Darius Stills, you know, had the tweet saying, uh, man, Who crazy, I think I've only got two more home games. Who knows? He may not even know thinking about the rule. Even if he's not, he's in that first or second round grade. It's understandable he would jump to the league. But after that, man, I'll tell you this right now, CJ, with the rule being the way it is, we're going to see a lot of guys coming back, probably lose fields and stills. Um, yeah, other than that, I, yeah, I think you got everybody t- t- else. I think my yeah, own and Alonzo Adai are guys that come back in the secondary next year, I would imagine. Maybe not Adai. I don't know. Maybe he can play pro ball, but I'd imagine he just got there with his, you know, with his cousin who's on the staff, maybe play one more year of big-time college football considering you'd just been at New Hampshire before this. Yeah, I think maybe one more year for him to really kind of get, you know, scouts' attentions. I think he's yeah. on their radar, but I don't know, you know, where he grades out right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, hey, Darius, hey. Darius makes a lot of sense. He ends up with a first round grade. Obviously, he's going to go, and and yeah. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even a second. I think he's gone, CJ. Yeah, unfortunately, the way I mean, the way the world's turned in twenty twenty, I think you got to strike yeah. while the iron's hot. Yeah, um, so, hey, but Akeem Mezendor will still be back, and he's a great. I mean, he's a 
hell of a defender. And you know what? I was excited to see Jalen Thornton and Bryce Brand, the Maryland transfer, and then obviously John Big Daddy Thunder Thornton's uh, son getting some time Saturday and, you know, made some play, made a play or two. Um, and that secondary is still going to be good. I love our defense moving forward. And Dante will be back again, I believe, next year. So that's uh, our defense is still going to be in good hands and really could really help. It's going to help us the rest of the season, but it's also going to help us in, in, you know, in the climb moving forward in 2021. Yeah, no, and I, and I agree with you on that. Um, you know, the, the kind of the weird, like the one thing I was looking down here through the, the defensive stats, you know, we mentioned, you know, Mahone, you know, seven tackles, six of those solo. I mean, he was down in the box and just diving hard all day. Yeah. And, he, um, and he made some good plays with the ball skills too. Yeah, no, tracked the ball extremely well, um, low, Low and his time out there played extremely well. I mean, like I said, the defense was alive and they were flying around. I think they were yeah. really excited to get back on the field and kind yeah. of after the tech show. after the tech game. I think they were a little disappointed in allowing some big plays by them, and and unfortunately in the end was you know with the fumble the reason we lost the football game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, now CJ, real quick here, we we don't have long, but I kind of want to get into Texas for a quick little minute here, um, or or three, however long you have, or however long you have. Um, um <clears throat> but the thing about it is. Texas is a team now. I love the fact they got the win coming in. They're going to be ranked now. Vegas has installed them at about a seven-point favorite. I believe it's up to seven and a half now. Yeah, it love opened this at spot. seven. Yeah, it opened at seven. It's seven and a half right now. Love this spot now for for our Mountaineers um, because Texas man on Saturday was very fortunate to beat Oklahoma State. You had four turnovers. You had a you had a roughing the punter call on that last drive that was on Oklahoma State, and then they got two fourth downs. Give Ellinger a lot of credit for making plays. We're going to have to have bottle him up and do a great job there. But Texas didn't really move the ball. They also had a 100-yard kickoff return to go along with the four turnovers and the and the roughing the punter call, which allows them to extend that last drive. And then Oklahoma State has their touchdown brought back in OT. I mean, a lot of a lot of things went Texas's way Saturday in Stillwater. Yeah, maybe and be, I didn't... maybe won't be that way Saturday in Austin. And the Mountaineers will kind of flex their muscles on them a little bit as long as we can keep Ellinger to to a manageable game. I think we can think we can pull the pull off a shocker here and, and flash some horns down Saturday there. Yeah, I, I'm with you. And I, I, after they got that touchdown pulled back, I wasn't necessarily a huge fan of the play calling on Oklahoma State side. Um, yeah. On those last two calls, didn't really feel like they put you know Sanders in a real good situation there to. He to was just kind of rolling out, wasn't he, on both those plays? Yeah, so, and hey, I don't I don't understand that because you kind of cut the cut the field. Um, yeah, in two. Or cut it down, yeah. Or you cut it down to essentially one side of the play. Um, and CJ, you know, real quickly too off of that, yeah, Texas won the game and their defense bowed their neck and got tough and, and, and made some plays. But I just I, I like this matchup for us. I like this matchup for us on Saturday. I think as long as we are able to run the football in Texas, which I think we can, I think it sets up everything. And the receivers, it sets up everything else. And if the receivers come to play. And they make and they catch the football the way they did Saturday against K State. We we have an opportunity here to uh, to go down there and play with Texas for sure. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in complete agreement with you. Yeah, and I mean, and you know what? One other thing too, don't you like having Herman as kind of a favorite? He seems to struggle sometimes in that favorite role. It's when he's a dog when he's dangerous. And had they lost, I think, and we came off a big win, Texas probably might still be favored, but it wouldn't be. Set, it definitely would would not be the number it is, um, I think it's a little inflated. And I think that really, really benefits us on Saturday. Yeah, no, I'm completely with you. Yeah. Well, CJ, uh, brother, we, we kind of uh, – a little quicker than normal, man. Nice celebration. It's, it's, it, I feel like when, it, when you win, 
there's just not as much to talk about because you're content and everyone knows it and everyone can see it. It's not like therapy, man. No, I, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I love it when we come yeah. on here and celebrate and not have to do therapy. Yep. And obviously, of course, when you're, uh, when you're, when you're not doing therapy, when you're celebrating, it's good. And, um, and hopefully we'll, we'll sing country roads again. Um, Saturday at around three thirty. another nooner. Gotta love the nooners, man. It seems like it's working pretty well for us this year, at least. Yeah, no, completely. Well, brother, you take it easy, man. Yes, sir. Always good to have CJ out here with me and uh, discussing a Mountaineer victory for sure. Going to be a great contest Saturday, a nooner. ABC will be the uh, broadcast network there for a battle between two four and two teams that'll both be, uh, you know, trying to vault themselves back into the conversation for the Big 12 uh, championship. I don't think that's our goal, uh, Mountaineer program, as much as it is Texas's. And I think this is a sneaky good matchup for us. Uh, as we kind of detailed there at the very end, we'll be um, back with a with a Longhorn Horns Down preview, probably live with the voice of Motown sometime Thursday. We'll also kind of uh, maybe reflect later on in the week on um, on the Major League Baseball season and kind of highlight the free agency coming in 2020. And also we'll uh, start diving into college hoops. We're getting very very close to uh, the 2020-21 uh, season and hopefully this year there will be a uh, March and won't be as mad as it was last year with no March madness um, but till next time you guys take it easy and thanks for listening here on the porch <laughs>